Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. Tyler, what is your deal today, brother? Ryan, we are taking a trip to Cali to discuss how things there have gone from bad to great to even worse than when they started and the terrible moments that change our life for the better. What about you, Ryan? Sounds good. I'm into it. Tyler, this week, I admit something very embarrassing about myself, but for someone else and the strangely liberating feeling of living your worst fear. All that and more on this week's show. I'm kind of weird, Tyler. Yeah, I'm kind of weird. I it's a it's a strange juxtaposition of self-destruction and incredible discipline. Is that fair? Yes. I think you have incredible concentration on everything in your life when you're interested in it. Sure. And the things that you are most interested in are things like the gym and eating healthy, where you can use your willpower to stay true to those. Yep. But also the other things that you're interested in are things that destroy your life. Yeah. They're good, man. They're fun. Isn't life about balance, really? Isn't that what Buddha told us? You know, (laughs) seek peace and get fucked up (laughs) or whatever. Am I misquoting? I got to read his teachings again. That's wild. Wait a minute. Or was that Benjamin Franklin? Nonetheless, uh, it is it is very weird. These this kind of and and I'm sure everybody has some version of this about themselves. I don't mean for this to be so self-serving. I just am using this as a jump off point for someone else. I am now at 40 years old changing the way that I'm eating in a huge way. I, I, I read a book that changed my perception of how I'm eating. What do you think about that? Well, you spoke on it last week right. and, and you said that it's very informative and it's very good, albeit a little dry. And that's how you left it. That's it. And and, and you said something about trying uh, peppers or something like that. Well, it set up a lot of great information in my mind. And for my whole life, I've always been really good with the working out. And then as I got older, you and I both got really interested in the sleep portion of life and how that can change everything. You and I used Love to be some sleep. monsters when it came to just going out and having fun and never taking care of our body. And now I'm ready for the next step, which is the eating portion of it. And I'm doing some wacky shit, Tyler. I'm doing some weird things. I am carrying around soybeans with me and I am chugging cayenne pepper and lemon and water in the morning until it hurts my tum-tum. Tyler, I I am experiencing... Get over here and let me rub that for you. I will. I will. (laughs) Let's finish up the show and I'm willing to follow you down that path. Don't think I can wait that long. And I am... Okay, guys, we're going to take a little break here. (laughs) But I am willing to experience all of these different things in the name of expanding my life of, of living longer. What do you think? And more healthy... Uh, so that's it. That's your that's your whole intention. The entire purpose of this, what you're doing right now, is simply for the health benefit of Just it. to take care of myself. And mm-hmm. as you get older, you start to think more and more about, even like I, I injured my finger. And it, I could be wrong about this, but in my mind, it feels like 10 years ago, this wouldn't have been a problem the way that it is right now. So it really holds a mirror up to like, oh shit, like for the first time in my life, I can see when I look in the mirror that I'm dying, Tyler. Yeah, and, and you might be, and technically we all are. But, but can we not just not like me though? Can we just give a peek behind the curtain? Please. In the fact that your what what finger is it that's hurt? This one. Uh, oh, what, oh. what do they call that? Oh man, it would have been great if you were holding up your middle no, finger. Tyler, that is first of all. <laughs> he, he's holding up his right index that's finger. That's the one. My most important finger. Your most look at this. Sure. My, my most important finger. I can't do that. Don't with my count mouth. out the pinky. Yeah, but you're still oh, pointing pretty strong. Pinky. But the thing is, it's on his dominant hand. Yeah, that's the it's deal. the index finger on his dominant hand. My idea, my thought process behind it is the reason why it's still hurting so bad is because you keep offering that hand up for high fives and dads. I just cannot Stop help offering it. it up. I am just 
just a celebratory person, and you know that time. Go with your offense. I like camaraderie. <laughs> uh, can I be blamed for that? Is that so wrong? I guess you're making me feel guilty, <laughs> and then I walk away from the experience like, why did he offer it to me? Red Rover, Red Rover said, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. You remember Red Rover? Oh, such a dangerous game. I loved Red Rover because I had careless abandon. I kind of like what we're talking about here. When I was a little kid, I would throw my body at you with absolutely no problem. And that's why they canceled it at my school. Sure. They banned it because somebody broke their arm. You'd rip some kid's arm out of the socket. Yeah. How did we not know this in the 80s? Oh, well, that's how you learn. As a society, <laughs> you got to do and then you grow. Some little kid's <laughs> arm wriggling around on the floor. So nonetheless, what I will tell you is I am doing all these crazy dry food situations, all of these things to elongate a life do I really want to live, Tyler? Do I want to live in this world of dry soybeans and wheat germ? I, I'm thinking maybe go the opposite direction. Do, do the James <laughs> Dean live fast, die hard. You know what I'm saying? I think you're too old for that now, man. You've been taking care of yourself way too much for too long in order to careen off that cliff. I don't know if your body would be able to even understand what's happening. Are you saying that I'm too old? Old to die pretty, Tyler? <laughs> you son of a bitch! My name is Ryan! And my name is Tyler. That, that hurt me in a way I can't explain. <laughs> and we are those guys you hate! This is terrible, Tyler. What you just did to me is terrible because of the next subject matter that I have. I don't even have time to say hello to anybody because my heart is hurt. This is those, hello, everybody. This is those guys you ain't welcome. But here's hello. the deal. I had a horrible recognition this week. You know, I'm still working at the bar a couple nights a week, mm. and I had a big group of older ladies come in. And oh, they, that's always it, a good time. It is a good time, yeah. and they're fun, and they're, you know... I think older people more than younger people are more likely to just kind of be themselves. Does that make sense? Not just because you know who you are, but also your fear comes down as you get older. There's more of that fuck it attitude. Well, those two things are directly connected. Yeah. The, the more you're comfortable in your own skin, the less fear you have. And yeah, absolutely. The youngsters are the ones, as we said earlier, that need to push themselves to different levels and top each other and all that. The older you get, the much less you have to do that. I... I'm sure it's a very simplistic answer, but why is that? Am I asking a dumb question by saying, what is it about that? You've just... Oh, going through life. You have experiences and these help you to grow. And as you grow, you feel more comfortable uh, because you have all these different experiences under your belt. Yeah. And we all know those people who are older, who still kind of act like teenagers. Never grew up. Like the moms who want to be sisters with their... Actually, I should stop saying that because I do that with my son. So here was my horrible recognition uh -huh. was I had one of the younger servers come over to me and he's like, hey, look at all these cougars over here. Oh, actually, wouldn't that just be regular dating for you? And I'm like, ah! ah! Was that a realization he had come to, or was that a joke he had planned for? It popped into his head wow. as he was talking to me. That is so much worse. And now I've recognized that I'm too old to die young. This has been the worst week of my life. That's terrible. Well, it's been, hopefully we'll help you grow. Billy Joel said only the good die young. What the hell does that say about me? I don't know. I guess you'd have to get his definition of young. Caloris Leachman is some sort of war criminal then. Because what is she, like 105? I've never heard that name in my life. <laughs> I probably just made it up. When I throw you off kilter in the middle of a podcast, it makes me happy. And we talk about it on the Depression Index. No one cares. You don't what know what the Depression do, the Index is. is a machine that I built with my hands. And we crank it up to let you know how down we are. Tyler... How you doing this week, brother? I'm good, buddy. I had a life-changing experience on Monday. I'm sure you remember that. That was a, a that good time. That tickle party we went to. That was a good time. Pillow fight! Yeah, it was just the two of us. Nobody else showed up, but damn, did we have a good time. <laughs> yeah, I had a life-changing experience on Monday. Talk to me. And it was glorious. What was as, it? As weird as that sounds. Do I know about this? You were... Are you fucking with me? Uh, Tyler, I have... 
serious memory issues. Ryan, when I screamed at the top of my lungs at your oh, son. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I'm <laughs> you sorry. Fucking, are you kidding me? When you said a glorious life-changing event, sorry that my mind didn't go to that <laughs> awkward, terrible moment that we all experienced together. I know, and it was it was in the moment terrible, no question about do, it. Do you want to explain to the audience Absolutely. what we're talking about? Thank you for queuing me up. Sure. It was, I, I think I've spoken about this on the show before. Uh, a few months ago, I was sexually assaulted. And I, I, I don't think that you have spoken about this oh, on okay. the show. Well, well, a few months ago, for the second time in my life, I was sexually assaulted by this man. And as you can imagine, that really fucked with me and it traumatized me a little bit. And some emotions really welled up inside uh, of me. I I'm sure that people hearing that are are shocked. When, when I heard this for the first time off microphone, of course, I, I was I, I, it really caught me off guard because Tyler, I know. For most of you guys, he's a voice in your ears. Tyler's six foot four, big dude. You don't imagine those two things ever interacting. Mm -hmm. So so I think a lot of people might be taken aback by that, yeah. that thought. And for that very reason, there's a lot of shame that I carry because there's that voice in my head of saying, why didn't you just do more to stop them? Which I think is something that's said in every victim's head that goes through something like this. Well, I think that there can be something that makes you feel better when you kind of factor in this happened to Terry Crews. Very true. This who is a who is a beloved, beautiful man whom I I, I care for very much. Just well, as an entity. What he would also eat us. He just seems like such a sweet person. And like very what you're so. doing right now, I think is very brave. He's done it on a bigger scale. I, for sure. I think us and Terry Crews were neck and neck, but he might have a, an edge on us just a bit. Well, he's worked out his neck way more. <laughs> yes, I saw that old Spice <laughs> commercial. But but the fact that it could happen to somebody who looks like that, I mean, it could happen to anybody for sure. For sure, and and I, I've done a lot of healing around this, but through this experience and the work that I've been doing, I've really been getting in touch with my anger that- It's my foundation. Boy, do we have some anger. And so it all came to a head on Monday. Uh, Ryan's son, RJ, likes to play play around with the guys in, uh, in the house, and he'll- Like what we were just talking about, of like being all ticklish exactly. and flirtatious and stuff. Exactly, and he- uh, I perceived as him just slapping my butt. Wasn't malicious. Wasn't what well, I don't. I wouldn't even say it was inappropriate. It's just because of what I just described to you. Uh, it hit me the wrong way, and it needs to be said that I was drunk, which never, ever, ever makes the situation better. Now, not in those situations. But I also think that because of that, I was able. To, well, not even I was able. The anger just happened to come up. Sure. It saw free lane and took it. Sure. And I screamed at the top of my lungs, which I got to tell you, and please correct me if I'm wrong, as an adult, as loud as I can be, I don't think I've ever reached that volume. Every before. day he does this. He's trying, he is gaslighting you guys every day. He's like, Ryan, where's the damn breakfast? <laughs> now you're, you have trouble communicating your frustrations. I think that's a noted Agreed, thing but, on the show. Agreed, but I mean the actual volume that I reached. I, maybe it's just because I was in the moment and I lost myself. I don't ever remember screaming that loud. Nothing but, that I could remember. But no. it also, with the anger behind it. Nevertheless, I yelled at RJ about to be a 15-year-old teenager, and that doesn't feel good to anybody. But I did it to him, and he did not deserve it at all. So now I have been having to wait an entire week because I get to see him once a week, wait an entire week to have to apologize to this guy. I, I love him so much and I know he's gonna forgive me, but I also needed to be said that I have realized that my anger being able to, uh, being able to come out like that is such a huge deal. That is like a plug being pulled and that emotion flowing out. I obviously never want to carry myself that way. I want to be respectful to people, but the very idea that I could voice my my uh, objection and say that I'm angry was huge. That's I've great, never Tyler. I've never done that before sure. in my life. So I need to, this will be a lesson that I'll carry with me for the rest of my life. We need to remember to be patient with ourselves and, and apologize if we, you know, have one of these outbursts. Um, so I, I will just say that it has been a life-changing experience and we have said so many times on this show, just because something in the moment feels like almost the end of the world, it could be and probably will be a really beautiful thing in the end for your life. Uh, so uh, I will I say it, Tyler. with that lesson, I will go in and say that uh, this week I am at a three. Spin One, two, three. Tyler! 
Don't you ever yell at my kid again, you bastard. <laughs> no, I, I'm happy for you. And you know what? When that happened, I was like, wow, that felt unnecessary. And then I spoke to you, not the next day. We cooled down a little bit the day after that. And I totally forgot about that whole situation. Yeah, it's, it's all right. And, I understand. And I appreciate that very much. But that's, I would like to be the type of person that could put that kind of stuff together. It's a big deal. And But it was I, a high intensity situation too. Remember the adrenaline. You're not thinking clearly in those moments. Well, I just, nonetheless, it it, it, it more than explains everything. And, uh, and I'm glad that you found some sort of an outlet with that. Gay it up. I'll keep it kind of short here. Um, you know what, Tyler, for some reason, at some point in my life, I decided, I don't know when, that I'm a bad guy. We, we've discussed this in many different ways. I always thought, even if I was doing something nice for somebody, uh, subconsciously, I thought I was doing it for blah, 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 whatever the, whatever the deal is, that I was manipulative, that I was whatever, whatever I thought in my mind. Mm-hmm. Hopefully people out there understand what it is that I'm talking about. Maybe they don't. Something that I've started doing is... Noticing the little nice things that you do for people mm. when you when you do a you know a dickhead selfish thing if you yell at somebody and then you have to go back and be like wow why am I being like that that's great that's good for you also notice when you do something nice for somebody did you let somebody in traffic today good for you man that was really cool did you did somebody drop something and you picked it up for him that's awesome there are elements of your personality dare i say the most of your personality that is a good person that wants to see other people be happy sure you got selfish moments and you've got you know little things that you want to change and that is just being a human but i bet if you really pay attention, you do a lot of really great things. And I think that that is how you start changing your thought patterns. Yeah, little step after little step. Sure. Very rarely is it going to be some big gargantuan step. Usually yeah. it's these tiny little things that we do every day. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kicked that old lady in the ribs, but I returned my library books early so somebody else could use them. That's I, actually a big moment, thank right? Thank you very much. Good for you. I shoved her in the slot too. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She's an imaginary lady and she's just fine. That's why she fit in the slot. <laughs> <laughs> I folded her up like a lunch. And this week, I, Tyler, I, uh, same as all every week. I got crazy shit going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Life is crazy, y'all. I am proud of the growth that's going on in this house. I am happy to be doing it with you, brother. Agreed. I am at a level three this week. One, Whoa! two, three. Tyler. Ryan. What? That's the same number. What? You and me, first no. time on Shut this up. show. Three and Shut three. Up. Tyler. Shut up. Shut up. Wow. Congratulations. The sound you were making did not line up with the sound you made on there. That hurt. That came out of my liver, I think. All right, Tyler, very quickly, uh, how how long are we? Uh, 31 minutes. Oh, that's not so bad. All right, Tyler, very quickly, um, I think I've done a version of this on the show before. Oh, I forgot to do the segment music today on the pregame. Every week I was just playing the same music. It was oh, a, yep, that it's a is funny true. little gag. This week I was going to change it. I was going to be like, oh, I got music for it. And you're going to be like, I know what's planned. <laughs> I'm a loser. All right. Yeah, we don't get to see these plans in action, but the way you describe Tyler, them sound great. I, I just want to describe to the audience, you would have loved it. I Take my word for it. That's kind of like uh, with with Nicole, uh, my girlfriend is, is she's fr- not was she's still from Venezuela. I hope so. So she doesn't <laughs> understand all the little nuances of jokes. So very often I would be like, I promise that one's funny. That's a good one. Don't you worry about you it. You can take my word on that. <laughs> I guarantee it. All right. So I think we've done this on the show before. But I've never really turned it into a segment for whatever the reason. I like to do segments on the show. I, I got something. I didn't have a lot of time to put it together, but what do you think about this for Ryan's dating tips? So this week, I am going to give you a dating tip, okay? And here is my thing with dating tips. For whatever the situation, I think this is true of very many people, especially young men. You filter your world in a lot of ways, through attraction to other women or attraction to women and whether women are attracted to you, mm-hmm. especially children, right? Not, you know, teens what? and, yeah, I, excuse me. Let me start over. Please. <laughs> Here is my dating tip, Tyler. I need them. Every guy, I think, 
in some way wants to be a pickup artist. Do you know what I mean? Everybody, like in the movies, you know who's glorified is the guy who could just go stroll up at a at, at a at a restaurant or a bar and just casually chat up a woman, and then two minutes later they're walking out of the bar together, right? For sure, uh, I believe suave and debonair. Is, is the idea behind it. I mean, even if you think, I, and I'm I'm going out of the comedy portion of this for one second. We're allowed to do that. If you even think about Disney movies where we get so much of our moral compass, at least back when we were growing up, Mm -hmm. the cool guy always gets the woman. If that's going to be you, you know, you should be able to go up and just talk to anybody and walk out of there. So here's my dating tip. Don't try to be the guy who never gets shot down by a woman. That's not real Mm -hmm. there because it doesn't even have anything to do with you. It has so much to do with who the person is, what they're, what's going on in their life. Maybe if you met them tomorrow instead of today, they would be receptive. What's your take on that? Yes, I think we all have very specific personalities and we get in our head that we see this beautiful woman and we immediately- Or l- guy. L- or, or guy, and we immediately lock that idea down where it's like, this is the person sure. that I'm going to talk to. This is it right here. I need them to go out with me. And really the whole process is talking to different people and finding the person that syncs up sure. with you. That is how it's supposed to work. You're weeding out the people that don't work for you. Tyler, that is excellent. And also what's really funny about what you just said is, we will have these thoughts in our mind, like, look at this person. This is the person that I, if this falls apart, then it's all for naught. Yeah. None of this matters. I'll be alone forever. And that happens 50 yeah. times a day. Wait, <laughs> those numbers don't compute, brother. I'm alone forever times 50. <laughs> I'm alone forever again. Damn it. So that is what you just said is hit. That is my dating tip. Don't be, and I'm using guys and girls here. Fill in whatever pronoun. Ryan scared. Fits. I, listen, 2023. I don't think you're going to be any nicer than 2022. I want everybody to be able to apply this to what they That's like. Totally fair. Don't be the guy who never gets shot down. Be the guy who doesn't mind getting shot down. Well said. Be, be the guy mm-hmm. who has such a great relationship with themselves that if somebody, God forbid, somebody's rude to you, mm-hmm. hey, I was just trying to be nice. I'm not trying to do anything nefarious. You obviously have your own thing going on. I'll uh, I'll scamper on over here. I'll sidle off into the... What's she doing? What's your friend over here doing? <laughs> because I need this. <laughs> I, I, yeah. That's just something that dawns on me where don't, you know... You don't want to be the guy that tries to get every single woman in the world. That's not real. The only way that can happen is by you constantly changing who you are for each person. Just like you said, be yourself until you meet the right one. And and that's the whole point. When you, I know, I, I don't like to speak for people, but I know that there are certain people out there that will connect with this. I personally would see somebody. It didn't even have to be the most beautiful person I've ever seen. Just someone that I'm mildly attracted to. And my brain, and I'm happy to say I don't do this anymore, my brain would immediately start constructing the relationship we're going to have. Oh, the kind of sex that we would have. Uh, Just all these crazy, this architecture, these stories that it would build in my mind. And, and man, letting go of that, letting go of these fantasies and just approach it as, hey, if this, as you said, if this doesn't work out, I'll just go do my own thing. Well, what you described right there is where you're inventing this new universe. And I think everybody understands some element of what you're saying. Maybe not to that extent, but you know what we're talking mm-hmm. about. You're putting so much pressure on yourself. Now, all of a sudden, this thing that's fun and exciting is crushing and triggering your fight or flight. You yeah. know what I mean? Instead of just some basic walk, you're now a creeping over a tightrope. You're exactly right. And, and it's like, oh my God, if I go either way, I'm going to fall. No, you're not going to fall. You're good. You'll just move on to the next y- y- thing. Yeah, you're standing on a tile floor. Just take a step to your right. <laughs> Tyler, you you played right into my hands. You did a great job. And that's Ryan and Tyler's dating tips. <laughs> Nobody has ever said you've played right into my hands as a positive. Tyler, <laughs> you have played right into my hands. You're right where I want you in an incredible fashion. You genius. <laughs> you brilliant bastard. All right, Tyler, let's knock out one last segment and we will get out to the break. Let's do Douche of the Week. All right, Tyler, what you got? Ryan, for my douche of the week. Why are you talking like that? For my douche of the week. Stop that. I'm going to keep it small. I'm going to keep it simple. And I'm just going to say my douche of the week. 
Governments across the world, Ryan. You are keeping it small. Small and, and yeah, tight. I, I like that. I, we could narrow down to just a few million people. Toit. <laughs> Governments across the world. Is it possible? Nope. Probably, that's probably the answer. Is it possible to have a government without corruption? Sure, no, power. The thing that heals everyone. <laughs> I just, there's so much corruption, Ryan. Yeah. There's it, so much corruption. Tyler, how many times on this show have we talked about a baseline morality and are people just? Are people moral? I don't know. I'm not. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> but I'm yes, always, you are. Because I haven't got my government job but yet. man, is it frustrating where it's like... Uh, the thing is, is that I've done some fucked up things in my life on a local level, but the very idea of making decisions that impact millions of people for the worse, I can't wrap my head around it. I can't. The problem is that power attracts those type of people. I, I, I don't, for sure. I don't mean that absolutely, but I, I do mean in a very unscientific sense, 99% of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> For sure. I, I'm, And I'm not saying I don't get it, so how can it exist? I'm simply stopping at, I just simply don't understand it. Yeah. I don't understand how the human brain can work in the capacity that it does in order to say, if I sign this bill into law, uh, a million people are going to become homeless. There are some people out there that just don't care. And it's so hard for me to wrap my head around. Well, the thing is, I think you're a very thoughtful and kind person. Well, thank you. Do you want to run for Congress? Oh. Exactly. That's the problem. Oh. That life is repellent to people who are kind and, and thoughtful and care about other people. I feel Se like if se I seemingly and if I feel like if I did run for it, I would become less thoughtful and less caring exactly right. because I would enter that world. Do you want to know the skeletons of our founding fathers, Tyler? It, I think it's not too soon anymore. So, yes, I would love to know the did skeletons. It, didn't they find we can review? Didn't they find like a bunch of like skeletons in Benjamin Franklin's basement or something like that? I think like it was that? his yard or something like that. He was running experiments on. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I, I want to say it was cadavers. Dexter in a powdered <laughs> wig. Am I right about that? <laughs> Keep your static ele electricity, Benjamin Franklin. I hope that with are ready to die. <laughs> governments across the world. I don't go. know what to do with that. I, I don't governments either. across I, the world. You're my douche of the week. Throw my joke in there. Also, douche of the week. And Tyler, when you we, went back. You we, went like old Victorian with that uh, one. Douche of. <laughs> now, Tyler, you usually go sprawling and giant. I like to make it a little bit more pinpoint, a little bit more of a coordinated strike. Sure. So for my douche of the week, I got two of them. Oh. Milton O. and Marshall T. Reeves. You are my douche of the week. Either these are two serial killers that have teamed up and are terrorizing the eastern seaboard, no, no. or just two dudes that you know that owe you 10 bucks each. Oh, <laughs> you stepped on my Jordan. No, and those, and, and, and I can't really figure out who put the next level on it that I truly hate, but Milton Owen and Marshall T. Reeves are the two people who invented the car muffler, okay? Which then turned into the loud-ass muffler that ruins and haunts my dreams. I hate it. Now, I like to be fair with people, and I don't like to go off on a diatribe and just be rude, but these fucksticks that drive around Miami deserve to be shot in the toe. I don't want them dead. I don't want them dead. Are they it, losing the toe? I, I don't want to say yes or no. That's a yes. <laughs> Fuck that toe because it's pushing down on a pedal that is then putting out an exhaust that is ruining everybody's life. It's making everybody's life worse. But how would you know these people exist if they didn't have loud ass mufflers? I don't want them to. And that's my problem. I don't mean to be such a jerk, but I'm saying these people get just get the penis surgery, man. I, I, wow. let, us, let us all sleep. Whoa, let us all sleep body shame. I'm not body shaming. Shame. Volume I, shame. Don't body shame. I'll bring it down <laughs> a notch. I'm just saying, think about it. But but why? No, my real question is: is why are you blaming the two inventors of the muffler when I'm sure it's somebody else who invented the loud ass muffler? I'll tell you why, Tyler. Pure laziness. Okay. I, I put in who put in the who invented the loud muffler. I had to click on all sorts of shit. I, I, this was right there at the top of the page. So Milton O and Marshall T. Reeves. Fuck. No, no I'm not going to do it, Tyler. You're So Milton O and Marshall T. Reeves, you're my douche of the week. 
And I sense that you agree with me. I on wish this I one. could bottle that up and just throw it in the face of my enemies. Did you see yeah. that I was? Did you see the growth there? There was some real growth. You caught yourself in the middle of Let's it. Let's take a break and let me just go over what happened. What's going on, everybody? Ryan Menendez here. Now, I know that you're such a fan of this podcast, you already know it, but part of this advertising is me explaining shit to you that you already know. Buckle up! So much of this podcast is based on me being a total kook. Now, a bunch of people have reached out to me, and they have let me know that they want to be a kook too. Now, this isn't something that you just stumble on. It doesn't happen by accident. you got to put in practice. 10,000 hours, am I right? So what you need to do is read the books that I read. Now, what we've done is we have signed up to work with Audible so you can read the books to become a kook like me. Thoseguysyouhate.com. Now, here's what Audible wants. They want for you to go over there and get a free book that I'm offering you so you can read, you can get on board, you could sink below the waters and end up in the same place that I am. And what they're hoping is, is that you'll get that free book, you'll sign up, and then you'll forget to unsign up, and then they can charge you at least once, okay? You know it, I know it, we all know it. Beat the system by breaking that contract before that happens, or stay with them and continue to learn and grow and flourish like a big boy. So if you go to thoseguysyouhate.com right now, all of my reading recommendations are there. You could sign up and get the book for free, and then you have 30 days to cancel your membership, then you don't get beat on the deal you know you won't because you're lazy that's why you haven't moved out of your parents house we love you thank you for supporting those guys you hate and let's get back to the show those guys what has he done can you tell me big magic johnson what has he done well yes he's a business person he's got aids you hate I mean, he made love to every girl in every city in America, and he had AIDS. And when he had those AIDS, I went to my synagogue and I prayed for him. I hoped he could live and be well. Red circle. Red. Did you see my little, uh, my little shoulder straps here? I did. I was wondering why you were wearing that. Do you know what this is? A backpack. It's a holster. It's a gun holster, but without the cool part. And you can't no, reach for the gun. It's on your back. Okay, what am I looking at? It is a sh- one of those straps for posture, Tyler. It pulls your shoulders back. Serious. It's true. No, I know it's true. That's why I'm looking at you like this. Why? No, 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 no. I ask you. Why? Posture. I believe it to be very important, Tyler. I believe the better your posture, the better your body can move oxygen and blood and, dare I say, energy, Tyler. Is this from that cayenne pepper book you were reading? No, totally different. I I will warn you right now to not call it the cayenne pepper book. I'm just checking. No, it is. um, it, It kind of forces your body into the meditation position. Where's my kook alert? <laughs> You're a bastard. <laughs> Speaking of new fashion accessories. I can't take you seriously while you wear it. Tyler, that. you don't want to see me grow. You don't want to see me do better as a person, and it's ugly. It's a bad It's a bad look for you. I like you better when you're hunchback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what? I don't like to bend to social pressures, but I'll do it. Tyler, speaking of new fashion accessories, do you know down here in Miami, perhaps throughout the world, there are two new fashion accessories that have been added to people's fit. Do you know what that is? Uh, Well, I was going to say hats, but hats we've been doing for quite a while now. Quite a bit. Uh, So I don't know. Hit me. Water bottles? Okay. It's been a little bit, but sure. In vapes, Tyler. I mean. Everybody carries one of those. Real opposite sides of the spectrum. I've seen vapes now. They're in fancy colors and they correspond to outfits. It is, Mm. it's a real juxtaposition of uh, items to carry around with you, right? Smoking has uh, really made a comeback. I love that. What do you love? It's like carrying around a, you know, a, a chainsaw and a first aid kit. You know what I mean? You got, you got the problem and the solution. (laughs) It's it, now. Do you think that that's everywhere, or do you think that's just Miami's, you know, vibe? Uh, you mean everywhere, countrywide? I would say yes. I would. I would imagine whether you go to California, whether you go to New York, or down here to Miami, you're going to find that everywhere. Obviously, just a guess. 
but a worldwide, I would say only in pockets because there's still a lot of places in the world that still smoke just regular cigarettes. We're looking at you, Philippines. Oh, yeah. yeah I, man. I know that 11-year-old kid is still flicking that cigarette like Marlon Brando. <laughs> that kid has been practicing that for quite some time. Quite some time. I don't care if he's a virtuoso or not. That takes a little bit to get together. <laughs> Tyler, I, uh, I have one more little segment, but let's go ahead. Let's do your GBI, and right. uh, and and we'll we'll shuffle on off into the distance. I'm a good shuffler, shuffling it. Oh, Ryan, mm. Ryan, you know what that whistling means? Other than your erection, it's time for GBI. Let's just jump right into our good. Uh, Ryan, I'm going to come off a little aggressive here for our good, but I feel like you'll be able to follow me. Hit me. Fuck the John Deere company. Am I right? It was aggressive. You you build that appropriately. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is a good, by the way. It's a good. It's sure. A good. Yeah, John yeah, yeah. Deere, the green tractor. Why? The, the, the uh, agricultural company. Sure. They, they, they make a lot of money. I read an article that they have turned it up a bit as far as the money coming in. It's not just tractors anymore. For sure. It, it is farm equipment and they are one of the largest in the entire world. Wow. They supply worldwide. Right. But they are also on the forefront, The dare I say the tip of the spear of making sure that people do not have the right to repair. Do you know right to repair? It's kind of like the iPhone where they, exactly. they, they still control your product after you've purchased it. You still need them. Perfectly said. Perfectly F- said. Steve Trabajo's wet dream. Exactly. It is that they you you give them money. Back in the day, you used to give somebody your money. They'd give you the piece of technology, and then that technology was yours. And that refrigerator would be passed down to your grandkids. That's right. Yeah. That's right. No screen on it, though. I nah, need to know what's nah. inside without and, opening it. And the reception is trash. <laughs> and that's the thing. They have fought tooth and nail to make sure that uh, people cannot repair their own equipment. Because here's the thing, Tyler. We have learned in this modern age of consumerism, F selling something, the money's in subscriptions. Yep, yep. And so they want subscriptions with $80,000 farm equipment, which is ridiculous. That's not enough, we need more. And when it comes to your iPhone, you can let the iPhone kind of just wear out over a period of time and just deal with the way that it breaks down little by little. I'm in the middle of what you're describing. When a phone is $1,000, not a whole lot of people could just buy one every year. But when you're a, a farmer, the difference of something breaking down and you needing to wait a day or two to repair it could be the difference between whether you eat that week or not. Because your entire field, I, I learned this reading up on this, from one day to the next, if, you're far, if your farm gets hit by some crazy weather, your crops die. Wow. Your entire yeah. year is wasted. It's a risky life to live. Oh my, I, I mean, that's gotta be something that just is handed to you. It's hard for me to believe people are moving out to the middle of nowhere to become farmers. And and when it's handed to you, you begrudge that person. <laughs> yeah, with your old, hard, rotted hands handing it to me, you son of a bitch. Now, that was extreme. That was intense. I was thinking about a particular <laughs> man, but nonetheless. Well, the uh, National Farmers uh, Union, forgive me, I, I didn't write down the actual name of them, but they have now signed an agreement with John Deere, a, uh, a memorandum. Now, this is... I have to admit, begrudgingly, that this is a small victory, but it is a step in the right direction. They have agreed with this farmer's union to open up tools and pieces and repair to these people. Now, it is not a law that signed in, in, uh, it's not a law that was signed in to effectiveness, but it is, the pressure is being put on them so much so that they now need to take these steps and give just a little bit more ground each and every time. And why this is so important is because, like I said, these people, these fucks, are the tip of the spear. The more ground that they lose in this fight, the The more more, everybody loses. The more ground every company loses and the more people win. Well, it's hard for me to stay positive about this kind of thing. And and you know that I want that in in all circumstances. But when I look at, at where we're headed, money... This sounds. This is a weird sentence. Money becomes is becoming more and more important. Like that is what our whole world is based on. And I'm sure most people out there are like, of course it is. Yeah. I 
disagree. I disagree. I think there are so many more things that are, again, I, I'm sure I sound like a Hallmark card, but just that are more important than that. But it's true. And our entire society and the way businesses are run are run in that way. Netflix, they, they, they eventually reached the point where they couldn't sign on any new subscribers or at least not enough new subscribers to match the quota that they were shooting for and lost however much money off their stocks. Why? Because all of these companies, Google, Netflix, Facebook, they're companies that grow simply to grow. Yep. The business practice is just grow more, 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 more. And the more, more, more there is for one entity, the less, less, less there is for everybody else. I hear what you're saying. We need more resources, Tyler. I guess that would solve a Mine bit of a problem. Mars. <laughs> Let's just drag comets closer That's to a, Earth yes, and then we can mine them yes, right there. Give me your petroleum, <laughs> Uranus. Name a single problem with what I just <laughs> described. Ay, ay, ay. Onto our bed, right? Yep, let's get it. Fuck you, John Deere. That is romantic. Ryan. Yes. California uh -huh. is out of extreme drought status out of extreme drought status yeah they're going through it over there huh they, mm -hmm. it feels like they have been for a very long time you mean in terms of dryness dryness wildfires all that really doing some damage yeah well this year over the last three weeks it can be said uh guaranteed that they are out of extreme because it's different levels sure. they have been brought out of extreme drought drought status but this is bad ryan this is bad so we can't just stop there okay if you know, as you just said, for many years, California has been dealing with significant drought. Very little rainfall and their water reservoirs have been dangerously low. And that's good news. I, I Do you wonder if this is God doing this to California for being so damn liberal? I, I mean, I, I don't want to bring God into this specifically, but it, do you think... I can tell by your face that you don't. So go on, just well, continue. Well, and I just said that's good news. What I meant is bad news. And before <laughs> I could correct that egregious mistake, you just gave me that. Um, in retrospect, perhaps that wasn't the yes, right Yes, right. Road. Yes, they're too liberal. That's okay. what it is. That's I what mean, it is. God knows what he's doing. It's an infinite plan, Tyler. Well, they were able to exit extreme drought status because tens of billions of gallons of rain have fallen on California. And that's good news that's Wait, bad news because it's so dry now erosion and all of that stuff what why is that bad news because this is an area that has not gotten a lot of rain over years and over the last three weeks certain places have gotten their annual their yearly amount of rain within less less than three weeks it's 18 days now i'm sure i'm asking a question with no answer do we know why this is happening oh because of the the atmospheric river that's coming down from the, it was either atmospheric river or atmospheric whatever it was, and it's these crazy storms that are coming from the north and dropping down on this state. And that's something that's never happened before. Not that I've ever heard okay, of. That's really interesting, man. That's, that's pretty crazy. So, yeah, and it says right here, since late December... We're talking, as I said, only a few weeks ago, they started getting hit by a series of intense storms. So far, these storms have killed 19 people, 6,000 people have been evacuated because of the danger, and more than 20,000 homes are without power. So crazy, man. Uh, that is... I'll take some drought, please. It is... Uh, it, it is... It's a tough time to be living on the planet Earth, man. There's a lot of extreme weather, and it just seems to be being turned up. I, I, that could just be my perspective, but it seems to be getting pretty crazy. No, this, this is... Uh, these are things that you can calculate. Smart pe smarter people than I can calculate. These storms are getting stronger and and more and are, are occurring more often. These storms are getting stronger and occurring more often every single year. That's a problem. Yeah, it'll work itself out. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like it's like my chlamydia. You just ignore it, it goes away. Right? Yes, right. <laughs> yes. It burns when I don't pee, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> so it burns all the time. All is what the you're time, saying. only all the time. Well, that's bad news, that, Ryan. That's bad news for everybody. Well, le levees have been breached. Hurricane force winds and mudslides have hit parts of the state bad. And to make matters even worse, like a big old fuck you from Mother Nature. And honestly, who can blame her? Mm -hmm. This is all happening in specific parts of the state. Meaning, after all this devastation, when the dry months come, most of California 
will more than likely be right back to extreme drought status. Yeah, because this isn't something that's just going to last forever. Hey, you had this rain. Now you're good for the next six months. I mean, well, it's not just that they have 14 dams that capture this water. But because especially they're two main ones that are super low, the weather, the water isn't hitting there. So certain parts of the state are getting, as I said, billions of gallons, while other parts of the state are are still not getting very much. What a weird world we live in. At least there's not much time left. Yeah, that's what happens when you set something on fire. It fights back. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm out of Tyler. I'm out of, you're right. You're right. That was bad podcasting. I'm out of California jokes, Tyler. I don't know what you want from me. It's bad. <laughs> Mother Nature's coming to kill us all. Well, it'll work itself out. Oh, what else is going on? It's interesting. I'm trying, man. You are. I show up here every day. How about that? Ryan, for this interesting, I'm going to tell you a story and I would like your genuine thought out opinion because I think this is very much a gray area. So I want your opinion on this. You live in Houston, Texas. You're out to eat at the Ranchito Number 4 Taquita. <laughs> Nailed it? What I can only imagine are some pretty great tacos mm-hmm. you have in your hand sure. at this moment. Love a taco. All of a sudden, a man dressed in all black with a ski mask on enters and points a gun at everybody demanding all possessions from you and the other 10 people in the restaurant. He begins to make his rounds, collecting everybody's valuables while pointing the gun at his victims. All of a sudden, gunshots ring out and everyone dives under the table for cover. One of the other patrons has opened fire from his booth as the robber walked past him with his back to him. Nine shots ring out. Thank you, Texas. The robber is now on his stomach, immobilized. The shooter then proceeds to get out of his booth, stand over the robber, and point blank fire a single round directly into the back of his head, execution style. Okay. He then collects everybody's stuff, returns everything to the respective owner, and leaves. Huh. That's, I mean, don't do that. (laughs) Pretty cool. (laughs) Uh, like, do, hey, I'm, hey, hey, don't kill, but when you do, do it like that. Make an exit. That's, I mean, that's a walk-off home run. Well, that's murder. He then collects everybody's stuff. Oh, as I said, he returns everybody's sure. stuff. And then at that point. It's got to take a little bit. A, a little bit, but at that point, everybody in the restaurant except the staff gets up and walks out the door. I don't think that this is how a crime scene works. <laughs> exactly. Wait a minute. Hold on a second, guys. I need to talk. Oh, shit. Uh, so what do you think about that? That's murder. That's if you immobilize the guy, I support your, your, your ability to shoot him. Once you've immobilized the guy, that's it. You're now, you've done your job, do whatever you need to do to keep him down. But once you get up and shoot somebody who's un, unarmed, that's murder. You can't do that. I agree with that. Uh, you, you, you and I share the same opinion. Also come back in here. You're not, I don't, you're not allowed to leave. One guarantee, no matter, I don't care what side of the sure. fence you are on this, yeah. don't leave a crime scene. Yeah, you're, you're definitely <laughs> spending the night in the clink. That is for sure. Well, it also turns out the gun the robber was using was a toy. That doesn't... No, I, no, no, no. no. Uh, I, that's a very important part to the story, but I still agree with you. Dude, you go in pointing a toy gun at people, threatening them, you're now putting yourself in a position to be hurt. You're like, that's, that's it. it. That's death by cop. I mean, if you go out there waving a gun around, that's what's going to happen. You know I, I just I mean? thought it was a very interesting detail. It, and and not it, to does, s- it does make it more interesting for sure. Not to speak ill of the dead, uh, you know, but dude, you're in Texas. What are you doing going out with a toy gun? Yeah, are you man. insane? Yeah, well, go, Everybody has a gun. Yeah, go back to California. You know yeah, I mean? oh, yeah. yeah. Then you'll yeah. find some uh, some uh, valuables there that you can take. Absolutely. You got a gun and a bucket of water, Tyler. So, uh, and that, Ryan, is GBI. The hell? Agreed. You can't execute people. Once somebody is, as you said, immobilized on the ground, you can't just execute them. Yeah, that's uh, that's your own thing that you got going on there. Once you know, if 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 you have at, at that point, that's just a desire to kill. Sure, you know yeah, what I yeah, mean. Absolutely. And oh, just to just to tie a little bow at the end of that, he uh, left, but he eventually stepped forward and turned himself into police, or you know, made himself available sure. with a lawyer. And the police decided to turn it over to the grand jury because they uh, some some decision needs to be. 
to be made there. I, I feel like I know which way this is going to go, but we'll we'll find out. But together. it is Texas, and here, oh, I'm sure they have all sorts of stand your ground laws, stand, stand his, his ground, ground. stand right. everybody's ground, <laughs> take their ground. <laughs> <laughs> that actually was your ground. I'm sorry, God intended it that way. It's their fault for being there first, Tyler. Um, I have one last segment. Um, that I didn't tell you about because I'm doing it a little bit differently and I didn't want you to get in here. Okay. So please forgive me. By proxy. Tyler, I have a shameful admission and, and I'm worried that I'm going to go into a realm where I am violating your trust of me. Well, good thing we have editing, so you're good. But I'm willing to take that path, Tyler. All right, all right. right. This is going to be spicy. The road more traveled. I learned something about our boy Tyler today that I was not anticipating. Hold on, let me pucker up really quick. Out of the love of my heart, I got Tyler a PlayStation 5. Is that true? Am I saying something wrong here? Well, you hooked me up with the contact to buy myself a PlayStation 5. I didn't pay for it. I didn't make any of the phone calls. I didn't do any of it. But I got Tyler a PlayStation (laughs) 5 in my mind. Okay. So I I don't know anything about a PlayStation 5. It looks like alien technology. I mean, it is beautiful. Sure. To my my understanding, very powerful. I know where we're going. So I decided, Tyler, if you could just give me a moment. Sorry. You're you're kind of pressuring me here. So I I go into his room. I see for the first time the PlayStation 5 controller. It's very... Sleek. It's really, really nice. They they definitely did something very different with it. And you, you hit the nail on the head by saying alien technology. It, That's what I think is going to be on like a spaceship. Sure. When I go uh, poking around. Looks like Independence Day in there. Yeah. So I yeah. asked him, and Tyler, what was the shameful admission that you trusted me with and, and assumed I would never tell to anyone? Oh, I never assumed that for a second. <laughs> you fool. Well, he asked me, he said, wow, that controller, which is light blue, it's a beautiful color. Beautiful. He said, that 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 blue, did you, did you put something on yeah. the controller? And I said, no, it comes like that. Yep. And how, how did the conversation follow up? And then you told me that is my third controller. Well, I said that's that's another controller. My first one, you know, my first one ran away. And so you, bewildered, asked me, you broke a controller? Yeah. And I held up two fingers because I've since broken two controllers. And the second one I broke was a hot pink that I'm very upset that, now, I, now, that, I, that, I, that I lost that Now, one. describe this to me. So you are... You were playing video games. You don't remember what video game it was. I do. Which one I was do. it? I do. It's called Overwatch 2. Okay, I've heard of it. Yeah. And so what happens? Your character dies? Yeah, I have learned that there are specific, and I mean this when I say this. I mean, I'm dead serious. Shameful admissions. There, there are just specific games that I cannot play. Wow. So, yeah. you're, so you're no longer playing Overwatch? No, I deleted it off my system completely. Because... Because and when I play these multiplayer games where it puts me in a position to die again and again and again at the hands of a real person, sure. that's an important detail. A seven-year-old Korean kid. When it is a t- ten-year-old child telling me how he's banging yeah. my mother, yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. appreciate that, Kyle. And I'm pretty sure that's against the law. It, it 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 triggers something inside of me, and then when that trigger is flipped again and again and again and again, uh, frequently over the span of a very short time, it's it really is a carryover from my childhood. Yeah. Man, is it still deep, 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 deep in there. Not that deep, Tyler. And we've discussed on this show that you said that you have gone, you have said that you have gone through in your lifetime, I think you said thousands of remotes. Did you say, or did you say hundreds? Did I say this? I, you did. I, I think that we have talked it was, about this. It was hundreds. I did hundreds. Hundreds, H- hundreds of controllers. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I guess you breaking other controllers isn't shocking, but I'm, I'm, I was shocked to learn that at this point in your life, you're still breaking controllers. No judgment. It just caught me off guard. That's I it. will judge the fact that this is shameful admissions and you lob the shameful admission to by me. By proxy. Shameful admissions by proxy, We've never Tyler. done that before. Yeah, it's a new segment. Sorry for trying to make the show better. It, it could have been Tyler Menendez's observations. I thought about that as I started. <laughs> but this is shameful admissions by proxy. And that is those guys you hate, Tyler. Great job with everything but the controllers. I don't need those for shit. Tell the people how they can get in touch with us. Oh, Tell us about Send the me a PS5 controller. They've broken in anger. Well, go to thoseguysyouhate.com and click on the link, subscribe, write us a message, leave us a voicemail, you know, touch us in every way, shape, sure, and form. We, sure. we appreciate it. Absolutely. Or we'll do it ourselves. Oh, we will. Tyler, what is the moral of the story? The moral of the story is I firmly believe man, woman, 
you know, older, younger, whatever range, whatever class, whatever group you fall into, there is a universal rule. If you're going to throw a punch, expect for a punch to be thrown back at you. Hmm. I don't know. How come? What if it's a woman doing it to a man? I'm not talking about the cultural ramifications. I am simply saying if you are opening the door to violence, oh, 100%. expect violence to be done unto you. For sure. I, I know for me, I've been popped in the nose at some point in my life, maybe even accidentally, and it turns on chemicals in my mind Absolutely. that are, are attack. So I will take that a step further and say, if you bring a gun to a crime scene or to commit a crime, Expect for guns to be done unto you. Oh, I thought this was about Dana White. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> I was like, wow, this is a... No. This is a shocking death that Tyler no, has. No. Dana no, White, I, UFC um, yeah. president or yeah. whatever he is, got into a fight on New Year's Eve with his wife. She hit him. He popped her back. Uh, yeah, she slapped him once. He slapped her twice. They're both in the wrong. Culturally, societally, it, look, it looks way worse when the gigantic muscular man is slapping the yeah, woman. take her home. You know, do get, it there? Yeah, get her. <laughs> you know, there's cameras everywhere, man. Just be, it's a, don't kill, but when you do. <laughs> don't slap, but when you do. Yeah, no, I'm definitely not talking about him. I'm just talking about when you open the door to these things, you have to be aware that they are more than likely immediately going to be done back to you. So- First of all, don't bring a gun to any sort of crime. Don't even commit crime. But if you do, at the very least, make it a real gun. I will and say. Don't use a toy gun. I believe that this is the universe's way of describing fuck around and find out. Perfectly said. Fuck around and find out you got shot in the neck. All of that was a verbose way of saying fuck around and find well, out. Thank you. Thank, you. thank yeah. you so much. And thank you, Internet. Uh, Ryan, what's the moral of the story? My moral of the story is I just want to touch on this one more time because I think I've thought of another example, okay? Is it okay if a stereotype is positive? Can I say Asian people are from the future and they're smarter than us? Am I allowed to say that black people, generally speaking, are more athletic? Can I say that I love a fupa, Tyler? Can I, is it body shaming if I say I love it? No. No, it's not. Although, it, it, although FUPA, FUPA is never, not really used as a positive. And I'm saying, could you please describe to the audience what a FUPA is? No, you do this to me every time. <laughs> Tyler, come on, man. Well, what's, a, what's the word for those things where it's a letter makes up a word? It's an acronym. Acronym, thank you. Uh, a FUPA is a fat upper area. <laughs> Rise with wussy. And uh, I'm just saying. It's a belly. It's a belly that goes over the bell. I, I'm not yes. saying that I need it. I'm just saying that I enjoy it. That's it. Now, Am I allowed to say that? Can you body shame in reverse? But you can't use the, the insult term to compliment. Well, it's like it. saying, man, I love I love me a hard R. I'm not allowed to say that. Uh, Tyler, I'm taking it back. I'm reclaiming it. <laughs> they can't take this away from us. They, they're going to try. Oh, are they? <laughs> well, they can have it. We are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you. Please go ahead and break down the differences of the races. Please. I can't wait to hear this. I am only dealing in positive stereotypes. In positive stereotypes. Is there a way to quantify that Asian people are smarter than other people? I would assume so. I won't talk about who's not as smart. I will only talk about who's smart. I'm only delving in positive stereotypes. Black people, more athletic. Is that wrong to say? I don't know. You'd have to ask a black person. Unfortunately, we don't have a black friend. I don't think that's true. I think Why? I think you could look at the the numbers in athletics. No, no. You're. I'm saying you asked the question. Is that offensive? I'm saying I would not be able oh, to answer I that. I see. I, Tyler, speak for all black yeah. people. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Would you be I, comfortable doing that? I am not in a position to answer that question. Okay, all then right, say, say something nice about white people. I can't. What do they do special? They smell like hot lettuce and mayo. They're weird. They. Why? Yeah. <laughs> why? Because here's why. Why? Because you're allowed to make fun of, of white people. 
you, well, I think you're allowed you to make fun of the race that you are. Black people can make fun of black people. Black people can make fun of white people. It's it's far more culturally appropriate. You that's can. for sure. You're that's allowed sure. to make fun of. I don't want to say the majority because are white people still the majority? I believe they are, but it's getting um, more and more gray by Rise the day. Rise up, my Latin brethren! <laughs> Brown this place. Well, I think if all minorities group together, they will then be the majority. Um, yeah, it's and pretty when soon. When our powers come by, that is why white people are in a panic. Well, some some white people, all of them. I, I welcome, I welcome our colored brothers and sisters of all hues. Okay. No, when I say color, I mean all spanning the full spectrum okay. I of every you color, that up. from albino to the darkest of darks. No, I'm I'm fine. Invite everybody in because I want to mix and match. I, I I'm fine keeping the albinos out. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I'm just I feel like that's a safe space. I feel like I could still get into that and everybody's fine. That's fair. I, I personally am a big fan of pale skin, so that's just me. Yeah, you do like a Victorian era broad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. That was just a joke. I, I like the look of a person uh, whose skin looks like they have just been scared almost to death in a cartoon. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. I like a good boxed foot, so <laughs> I, I totally understand where you're coming from. Tyler. Is there something that I don't understand? There's lots of things in this world that I don't understand. I think I'm a pretty smart guy, which helps me recognize that I don't know shit. I, I, you know, there's lots of things that I don't know. Tell me if there's something I don't understand about people who get pulled over. And instead of pulling off into a left turn lane or a parking lot, they park right in the middle of the street. And then the cops got to get out in the middle of the street. What is that? What do you mean the middle of the street? I mean right there in the lane. I was just right here on 107, and there was a car pulled over in the right-hand lane. Oh, in the right-hand lane? Sure. Oh, I got. Oh, I see. Which I thought you meant like in the center lane, like no. in the middle of traffic. <laughs> no, yeah, you, you skid <laughs> in there. Jesus. You Tokyo drift. I hope that's okay to say, right into the middle. Uh, I think that there is a certain panic that comes with getting pulled over and people just immediately go into, all right, what do I got to do? What do I got to do? Like we said a few episodes ago, when, when you have adrenaline hitting your system, which yep. is, which tends to happen sure. when those, those lights go on behind you, it really messes with your decision-making. I, I will say that you don't even need to put the lights on for me. I, I'll just, just be behind you. Just, uh, <laughs> shit, did I rob a bank today? Oh, fuck. You, uh, you do start contemplating yeah. all the things you've never done sure, illegally. Sure. <laughs> it's like going through an airport. You're like, have I ever bought methamphetamine? <laughs> I use this backpack all the time. Did I ever follow through on that bomb making kit that I ordered? <laughs> Did I just think bomb? <laughs> it's just, there's something about that. I, I always wonder, do those people know something that I don't? Because when I've been pulled over many times in my life, mm -hmm. I don't feel like if I go very slowly into a parking lot, the police officer is going to pull his gun out. Like, <laughs> like let's, let's maintain traffic responsibilities here. Sure. I'm going to pull over right over here. Once the lights go on, you have to stop within 10 feet of wherever you are. Yes. <laughs> Dag, you're it. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I know that I get panicked, panicky sure. when when those lights go on. Oh. So I just immediately start looking for a safe haven. That is the purpose of those lights, I believe, to discombobulate, isn't it? To be like all of a sudden your world is flashing red and blue and turning upside down, and you're like, "What the fuck?" You know, <laughs> aliens. Yeah, it gets to circus. Even if that's not the intended intended effect, it definitely has that effect. It will pucker a buttle. It's the same way as when they poke you real hard in the middle of the chest and say, we don't like your kind of ram. That, I don't care what kind of badge or 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 identification you may have, whatever status it is. Sure. Poking somebody in the chest, you're asking for like for like a fight of some a kind. A confrontation. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the only thing above that, beyond full-blown punching me in the face, is spitting in my face. I think I would rather somebody spit in my face than punch me in the face. No, I, no, no. I, I know. That's, that's what I'm saying. Sure. You have punch in the face right below that, spit in the face, and just below that is a hard poking in the center of the chest. I love a good poke in the chest. I do. No. Especially if you put four fingers uh, together like you're a Disney employee showing the bathroom. <laughs> you get it in there, and I mean business. Ah, uh, speaking of... He's just talking about it. It raises my cackles. I am going to just grow out my mustache and wear one of those big 10-gallon hats and just give you a poking from now and then, Tyler. <laughs> that means something else Not coming from you. Not necessarily in the chest. Sure. Um, also, something that we talked about on, on, on an episode recently. Do you remember when I said there's some sort of tipping point in your life where you become such an adult 
that when you see teenagers doing teenage things before you'd be like, <laughs> look at that. That's crazy. Mm. And then all of a sudden one day you wake up and you're like, look at these idiots. Who the hell are these damn kids? Absolutely. When is that? 26 and a half? Where, I don't think when is that? I don't think there's a specific really? age. I, I think. Don't tell Malcolm Gladwell. He will be very disappointed. As you, did you just pull that name out of the ether? Why Malcolm Gladwell? He wrote the book Tipping Point. That's. Did not get the reference. It's that okay. was too hoity-toity for my for my taste. I Forgive me. You're right. We'll, Ryan's a reader, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We will edit that out. I don't want to besmirch my good name. Uh, yeah, I... I don't think it's a specific age where you hit 30 and all of a sudden you're an adult, but I think that's a good sign. I think being able to look at the age that you were on somebody else, of course, and think, you know, that's irresponsible or that's immature shows signs of growth. Yeah. The only thing I will speak against is then uh, using that against the person. Especially when it's something you yourself have no done deal. in the past. Oh. No deal. Right. If, hey, listen, right. if I'm if I'm better than you, I'm gonna wield it like a mace. Gotcha. I'm just gonna gotcha. crush you over the head with it like it's like Super Smash Brothers. So no room to grow. Just immediately clobber the person not, into the dust. Oh, not for them. Okay. That, gotcha. And that's how I grow. Gotcha. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm the, standing on the blood and corpses sure. of my enemies, sure. drinking pints of your blood. <laughs> no. So I had one of these exact experiences this week, where I was at the gym and there's a herd. Of these high school kids. You know what I mean? Yeah, they do travel in packs. They do travel in packs. They do. It's it, smart. And smart. it is, yes. Smart. Because they're so obnoxious, just one by themselves would get torn limb from limb, mm -hmm. as I had previously discussed. And also, they would never act like that on their own. Sure, because you got nobody to, you know, play, you on. play grab ass with. <laughs> so I turned around, and That's there was true. one kid pretending to bite the other kid's ass. Now, here's the thing, Tyler. I get it. Exactly what I would have done. Fuck at that age, like ten years after what this kid is. Okay, I'll be honest. Depending on the situation, I'll bite an ass. It's po I, I will. Are we talking about with friends or no? It would have to be a romantic situation. Ah, that does sound romantic. Yeah, and yeah. it would be teeth on bare skin butt. But that's pretty much the sure. only time I'm doing that. Doing it in public, I get mm. the humor behind it. Yes, yes. I, I appreciate you as I'm talking about these kids bringing us into your bedroom for these boudoir photos that we're taking with a, a bite mark on somebody's cheek. I use vague words. Sure. <laughs> it's a beautiful fireplace, by the way. It's very nice. So... I, I look over and they're playing around and the moment that they see me, they, you know, gotta be cool. It, you gotta be cool. Gotta and be cool. he knows that I am now out of the demographic of that being cool. And I thought you were just waiting your turn. Sure. <laughs> you call that a bite? Get over here, you little pussy. Uh, Jesus. Come on. I was playing the character, Tyler. Sure. I, I, I didn't sure. truly do that. I Aggressive didn't truly bite. do that. And, and so I, I gave this person a withering judgmental stare, Aww. turned around and I was like, what the hell, yeah. Ryan? What the hell? No, it happened before. That's why I'm talking about it now. It happened before I could even be aware of it. Well, and that's then, good. Sure. And that's now good. I am aware of it. And, uh, I'm just, you know, this is a, a warning to everybody. Don't be biting asses around me. You know what I mean? Stop making me grow. Well, that <laughs> that is what growth looks like. It's not it's not not having the thought. It is how do we react to the thought? Exactly, and That's then it. and That's then uh, letting is. that part heal up and becoming worse for it, and then screaming down at these teenagers. You don't buy asses in public. Sure, you spread that thing. <laughs> they were over eighteen for sure. They were. Oh, oh, they now were. you're the making the joke. Now they're over eighteen. Uh, well, I saw the kids. <laughs> I mean, you can't tell me that they were under eighteen. You know what I mean? Let's get out of here. Let's do the show, please. At least at nineteen. At least.